3: Australia's largest not for profit disability service provider, supporting people with disabilities to belong and thrive. This is SEN's broadcast of Balloon Footy.
4: Yes, and a very good morning, and welcome to the Springers Leisure Centre, where we are broadcasting for the very first time balloon football on SEN Fanatic. I'm Matthew Cox. Great to have your company this morning alongside me, the former Crow Cat. And we'll throw in the Bombers as well. Josh Jenkins is with me. Morning to you,
5: JJ. Morning, Coxie. Yeah, fantastic to be uh, out here in Keysborough. And uh, we come out and had a look last week and uh, had a uh, got our head around what uh, balloon footy was. And uh, it's a very competitive game. It's more competitive than you may think. It's not all about just having a go. That is the main aim, just uh, being involved as we lose a balloon. Nice and early. Uh, don't worry about us. We're, we're okay. We've just lost a, lost a balloon. Um, but it's uh, it's a fantastic concept, one that um, I'm glad we've been able to come out and get involved in.
4: Yes, absolutely. Throughout the course of the next hour we're going to hopefully give you an insight into what exactly Balloon 40 is. we're going to hear from some of those that are associated with the program and ensuring that it gives people with an intellectual disability or who are wheelchair bound the opportunity to involve themselves in the game that we all love, Aussie Rawls football. It's a very similar sort of concept, if you think. It's just a little smaller. We're on a netball court or basketball court in this instance at Springer's Leisure Centre. There's five players on each team, but the aim of the game, JJ, it's to get them through the big sticks at either end of the court. It is,
5: yeah. It's uh, it's the same as you'd see uh, on a Friday or a Saturday with your... AFL superstars running around, so yeah, the aim is to uh, is to score a goal at either end. It's um, it's uh, each player uh, in their wheelchair also has a helper. Who um, now I picked up last week. Now we were shown some of the stars of the competition out here in Balloon Footy. Now what I picked up early was, I think we've got the uh, most competitive helpers with the uh, most talented players. I think we need to uh, make some adjustments. But it's been it's been great to come out and see uh, the games in action. Uh, two 20-minute halves as well, so it goes for quite a while. There's a, a, a fair bit of uh, physicality involved. We see the odd collision of wheelchairs as well. So, yeah, it's um, it's a fantastic concept, one that's been um, one that's been around for a while. But uh, gra- glad we've been able to uh, get involved uh, here at SEN and, uh, and and try and bring it to life.
4: Absolutely. For those that are wondering, it was created back in 1995. So it has been around almost 30 years. And it's currently played by over 100 people across Victoria during the football season. And as we've already alluded to, players are in wheelchairs for 20 minutes each half. A giant balloon is used. So it's not your normal style of party balloon, is it, JJ? But it's got the... Very similar characteristics. It likes to float, as we just heard before. It likes to pop as well. <laughs> um, so that that's the kind of space that we're dealing with. To try and paint the picture for the, for you tuning in, it's very similar to a normal balloon, but it's about four times the size. It is,
5: yeah. A little bit of helium in there, I reckon, just to help it stay afloat. But um, yeah, the players are are also similar to netball. I guess uh, they need to remain in their in their portion or their area of the of the of the court just to in in. I guess give everyone the opportunity to get involved and to stop to stop flooding, Coxie, To yes. stop teams from flooding back and uh, and having their balloon get stuck in one part of the court. So yeah, the rules are the rules are quite simple. Um, it's um, also facilitated by some local high school kids who come down and, and help out with uh, boundary throw-ins. And, yes, they, they throw the balloon back over their headers uh, the same way that our boundary umpires do in the AFL. So it's great to see some of the um, uh, year 10s, 11s and 12s get involved as well. And, and they're genuine. Last week, that's one of the things that impressed me the most. They're so eager to be involved, helping out. And that's that's what it's all about being able to find a way to to, to make everything inclusive and give everyone the opportunity. Some some players, as you mentioned, aren't actually uh, needing a wheelchair, but others are. So bringing it back and making sure it's equal and everyone's getting an opportunity to participate, that's the greatest thing about balloon footies. It doesn't matter your capability. Everyone gets the opportunity to be involved and have a go.
4: Now we've got a couple of the creators of balloon footy that are standing alongside us. We'll give a score update because we're about halfway through both games uh, in a moment's time. But I might grab Dave Singleton, who is one of the dis- disability support worker who's been at Scope for around 26 years, to jump on the headset and uh, to have a, a chat with us. You know, Cam intimately, uh, Dave. Uh, <laughs> First of all, the balloon footy concept, how great is it for you to be
2: involved in? Uh, well, I mean, it's been around, as like you say, for a number, number of years, since 95. And the boys will, uh, um, will uh, give you an update on, on uh, how it actually started and, uh, and the reason for it starting. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's been great to see it um, evolve over the years. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's great to be a part of it for, for so many years.
5: And uh, just, again, must be, must be proud every time you, you come down and... And see everyone getting involved, and that's the beauty, isn't it? It's involvement, it's inclusiveness, just giving everyone uh, of varying different abilities the, the the opportunity to be involved. And I, uh, there was a young fellow last week who they tell me he doesn't sleep the night before balloon footy because he's he's that excited. So that's the best part of it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, like for anybody who you know watches game football or any sport. Um, you know, it's like you always have that dream, it's like, I want to be out there, I want to be out there. So, um, I then mean obviously these guys can't, you know, play actual football, yeah. but... Uh, so that's why, how this was concept was created. So at least then they the able to outlive their dream as such. And it's like any sport, you know, like competitive nature, these guys are no different. You should see these guys, like, even on a grand final, you know, they're very, very competitive. I mean, e- even at any game, they're very, very competitive.
5: And the other element I mentioned just before as well was, it's great to see the high school kids come down and, and get involved as well. And, and I noticed that last week they're, they're here because they want to be here that they're, they're, they're willing to help out and willing to get involved. And that's another great element to it as well.
2: Very much so, absolutely. And it teaches them as well, the inclusiveness of, uh, of uh, everybody, um, people in wheelchairs and that as well. Um, so yeah, and some people who have been former students have, have developed and uh, made a career out of it. Yeah. Involved it's, as a support worker.
5: it's fantastic. Now we've got two games uh, with about uh, eight minutes to go in both. We've got a low scoring affair in front of us. It's only four behinds to, to no score. And uh, this court uh, this on our left... Yep. It's 60-0. Uh, to zero. Uh, Coxsey, we might need to make some adjustments at half-time. <laughs> i
2: say so, yes, absolutely. But, uh, you know, you never know, you might be able to put out the win. Yeah, indeed.
4: Dave, thanks very much for stepping onto the microphone. We might try and see if we can chat with either Cam or Adam, who are the two creators for uh, Balloon Footy. So, thanks absolutely. for jumping on the headset, and we'll uh, we'll transfer it across. <laughs> all right, no thanks, fellas. Thanks to Dave joining us, disability support worker with Scope, who we are here for. Uh, today at the Springer's Leisure Centre. Scope, supporting Aussies with disabilities to belong and thrive. <laughs> it is slightly one-sided on the uh, court. That's... We, we need to give a name to each court.
5: Uh, court one and court two, <laughs> is well, that
4: a little bit... I thought we could go like, oh. Marvel or the MCG or something, JJ.
5: Um, <laughs> well, what about the KCG, the Keysborough keys were, uh, well it's not a cricket ground either is it we <laughs> we might need to spend a bit more time on uh coming up with a with a name for both but uh yeah it's uh yeah we we're, we're uh we're 10 straight 10 straight to nothing on one court so we might need to make some uh moves at half time we do as well um having watched the game last week. Make the odd move at halftime just to change things up. Players will change positions, go from full back to full forward, Coxie, like you do in the uh, in the under 11s or under 13s, um, and and make sure everyone gets an opportunity in a different area of the court. So yeah, there might be some moves made on uh, on show court.
4: Now to explain the rules, so it is divided into three sections. So if you think of it. In thirds, the mm. fullback has to stay at the back end of the court. Yep, the full forward, obviously, at the front Makes end of the sense, court. Yep. The half forward and half back are able to move in between either the the forward half or the forward two thirds of the, yes. the court. Yep, and then you've got a ruck that is able to roam the centre if, yep. if you like. So they're the five positions for each team. They all wear identifiers in yes. terms of full yep. forwards. I so think of the netball style of. Uh, Bibbs, and we've just had a throw in in front of us. It looks as though it's the dogs taking on the Blues in front of us. And it looked as though it was Keith. that almost got the, the kick away there, but uh, unfortunately went without it. And uh, it's in dispute at half four, JJ.
5: Yeah, and when we say in dispute, sometimes it is genu- uh, genuinely in dispute. It's uh, you, you'd, you'd, you'd think it would be... You know, relatively uh, calm and composed, and your turn, my turn. But there's, uh, there's not quite that level of, uh, of, uh, of evenness. Uh, the players are very eager, and as I said, some of the uh, the helpers who who push the wheelchairs around. Now they're not allowed to touch the balloon, or well, they're not supposed to. But I've seen a few just get involved. There's a headbutt right there. Um, but uh, they are very competitive. The helpers with. Uh, been told of a few stories of uh, a few helpers needing just to be uh, reined in a little bit. So, it, and, and to be honest, it's, it never gets, never gets, um, never gets too serious or uh, too over the top. But it just shows, you know, ev- you know, the help was uh, uh, completely able, of course. But they're just um, so willing and 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 so happy to be involved and 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 partake in it and ensure that everyone gets their opportunity. Because as we'll say, probably uh, countless times over the next. 45 minutes or so, it is purely about inclusion and and, and ensuring everyone gets an opportunity.
4: What we might do, we might clear an early break here on our Balloon Footy coverage this morning on SEN Fanatic. And we'll, on the other side of it, have a chat to Cam and Adam who uh, are going to explain a bit about how they founded Balloon Footy. That's coming up on the other side of this here on SEN.
3: Go, Australia's largest not-for-profit disability service provider, supporting people with disabilities to belong and thrive. This is SEN's broadcast of Balloon Footy.
4: It is indeed, we're live from the Springers Leisure Centre, Matthew Cox and Josh Jenkins with you this morning on SEN Fanatic, great to have your company as part of this first ever broadcast of Balloon Footy and uh, JJ, we've just ticked over half time in one of the games and it is an absolute
5: blowout <laughs> it is it's 86 nothing so uh, yeah hopefully uh hopefully the coaches can make a few adjustments uh, in the second half and we can we can see a few few goals kicked uh, on both ends because yeah it's all one way traffic here on uh, show court number one and over on uh, show court number two the second half is uh, is not far away from From getting underway, they're just um, organising positions and uh, changing a few bibs over. So that game's a lot closer. Low scoring affair. It must be... um, It's not raining in here. We've got the roof (laughs) like Marvel, but uh, you'd swear it is because it's uh, very, very low scoring. Four behinds against no score. So this might be the one that we uh, keep our eyes on because it's going down to the wire.
4: Yeah, I think it's the, the doggies that have the lead in that encounter on Show Court too. We're joined now by Cam West, who is one of the founders of Balloon Footy. And we wanted to ask the question to you, Cam, about how Balloon Football was created. Uh, so we just turn the microphone on and away we go, Cam.
2: The BFL
4: started 26 years ago, Adam Russ, Greg, Jason, and I. So for over 26 years, and we'll ask a follow-up question about how important it has become, not only for the lives of you guys, but also everyone else who now plays balloon footy. So, so 26 we'll, years. we'll get that answer in a moment.
5: 26 years is... Uh is, is is quite a while. It's uh, I imagine it's developed uh, a fair bit in the 26 years and continues to Coxy because um, because uh, we see more and more people getting involved. Over 100 people uh, playing at the moment. We've got uh, we'd have a good 30 odd here or so here today. So um, yeah, it's a it's a sport that's going to continue to grow and grow and give uh, people um, more and more opportunity. Camps just typing out. Uh, his answer which is uh, fantastic so we'll get back to that in a moment We've got Adam alongside Cam as well so the two of the founders of the founding fathers Balloon
4: Footy that uh, are joining us here at Springer's Leisure Cam's, Centre
5: Cam's got the uh, 2023 Carlton member uh, sticker on his on his chair as well, so he's uh, up and about with the Blue Baggers.
4: And from memory, Adam, you, you're a St Kilda supporter, is that right?
5: Yeah, that's a smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a smile on the face. I wonder how
4: they went a couple of weeks ago when they played off uh, yeah, under, under the Kilda. lid at uh, Marvel Stadium. Uh, so while we wait for Cam, what we'll focus on the, the, the greater impact that this has in the community, JJ. For us, it was the first time we witnessed it. Last week, and to not only see everyone engaged and playing very competitively in this game of footy, there's broader impacts for the community as well because it, it's a real social vibe here. It's an opportunity for people to come together. It's a, a large friendship
5: group mm, as yep. well,
4: so it, it's got that real community atmosphere.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's the highlight for me, and you know, I've been. Um, uh, sort of, my eyes have been opened uh, to to people with disability. We had um, twins about two and a half years ago. One of our girls has has got cerebral palsy, so um, who so yeah, it's got not getting any closer this game, is it? It's a blowout. We need the uh we need the who's getting blown out? Is it the Hawks? I think it might be the Hawks getting no, blown out, is it? Lions. Oh That's the, the Brisbane. Lions
4: so the bombers are doing a number on the Lions by the look of oh, it on the well, we uh, show court, one. We need a that makes need, me very we happy. We need a
5: few adjustments there. But um yeah, I was saying my my two and a half-year-old uh, has got cerebral palsy, so my eyes have been open to inclusion, and 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 we see uh, firsthand the difference in her life when she's able to be included versus when she's not included. So that's that's the beauty of this, and that's that's probably what what makes it uh, so amazing. I think Cam might be ready to rock and roll.
4: I think he is. So the question was, how important is it for the lives of some of the players involved? Over to you, Cam.
6: Very good change for people
2: with disability.
4: Absolutely, such a vital part of what... Australian rules football is designed to do. It's Obviously, we get excited every weekend when there's a round of footy, but there's so much more. We look at the impact of local footy, and we can see the impact of it here. So, thank you to Cam for joining us. Well done, Cam. Does Adam want to say a quick word as well? Yeah, Yeah? I reckon he does. We'll move him into position for their headset in a moment. We're also going to hear very shortly, there's a a school element involved into this too, JJ. As you alluded to a little earlier, a number of the volunteers, the the umpires that are in position, as you said, they're very official. Yes. I think they might even be better than Razor, just quietly, <laughs> much, much easier to understand what they're trying to achieve, but they throw the ball in, or the balloon in, I should say, um, and most of them are from the local school. Nazareth College are involved in this program, so we'll hear from them about the impact that it has for them to be involved in such a a program as well adam's now got the microphone in position and uh, he's got a few words to share with us this morning here on balloon footy over to you adam
3: i and cam did making wheelchairs balloons football in 1995 to 28 years now and 200 peoples play balloons football now
4: great thank you for that adam such an important and pivotal part of balloon footy, the two founders isn't it great? The, the concept to create something to ensure that everyone can be uh, a part of uh, yeah, Australian rules footy.
5: And it's 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 not easy, you know. People and you know again learning this firsthand, people, uh, you know, it takes a lot to 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 bring this to life. You know, um, you know the, the the transport involved for everyone to get here, getting the the school school kids involved and ensuring that that they can um be here and and make sure this happens the facility so springers leisure centre and the ability to to find a a centre for 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 the guys and girls to play and uh, so it takes a lot of uh of of energy effort and and resources to get it underway but um you know thankfully it does each and every Thursday out here at Springer's Leisure Centre, and uh, and and the guys and girls have an absolute blast every time.
4: Speaking of which, we do have a couple of representatives from uh, Springer's Le- Leisure Centre. Um, sorry, Adam was the manager for the Lions. Oh, oh did you, I don't think you'd want to be looking at that yeah. score, would you, Adam? <laughs> Might lose
5: your job on the back of that. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but, 87-point um, uh, deficit at the moment. I'm so
4: Very, very happy with, uh, with it from a bomber's perspective, I'll just say uh, just quietly. Uh, Grace has joined us here from the Springers Leisure Centre, a, a massive part of what, what we run here um, as part of balloon football. It's been played here for over eight years. Grace, thanks for jumping on the mic.
7: Hey, thanks for having me today.
4: So a, a little bit of the backstory for Springer's Leisure Centre here as well. It, it's been overtaken in the last couple of years by South East Leisure, is that correct?
7: Yeah, correct. We're a subsidiary of Dandong Council um, who have been brought in to um, run the main venues within the city of Greater Dandong. So we've got Noble Park Aquatic Centre, Dandong Oasis, Dandong Stadium and Springer's Leisure Centre, which is really exciting.
4: And how important is it to be able to facilitate and give back to the community in quite a unique way?
7: It's just such a great experience and I've always loved working on Thursdays and meeting a few of these guys and being a part of it. It's just such a great program and it's so good that our facility can facilitate this sort of thing and really help out where we can.
5: It's so many sports coming through, basketball hoops are here and indoor soccer and and, and, of course, netball, mixed netball. But um, I, I imagine there's few sports, a lot of it's social, but I imagine there's few with the uh, passion and the excitement that you see from the guys and girls here every Thursday.
7: Yeah, absolutely. We have such a different range of sports that are played here as well. We've got badminton, basketball, netball, futsal, uh, volleyball, pickleball's the newest one that yeah. started up. It's Yeah, it's really great. The amount of stuff that we can get in here is amazing. Is
4: there much damage to the courts from uh, the everyone getting too competitive we've we've seen a couple of crashes this morning (laughs) and last week is there uh, much that needs to be done with polishing
7: no no thank goodness these guys are great they've uh, never never hurt the floors or anything like that which is fantastic definitely no issues and
5: awesome to see the school school kids get involved as well isn't it absolutely to bring them down from 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 the local high school and have them get involved a great um, perspective experience for them and and uh, and they all look like they're, they're genuinely involved as well
7: yeah which is absolutely fantastic and it brings a lot of kids down and gives them something to do and in past, they've always had other schools that come down every now and again too which just really brings everyone in it's really great
4: grace thanks for joining us this morning and Congratulations on all the work you do as well to facilitate pr- balloon footy. Keep up the good work. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well Thanks, done. guys. Thank you to Grace for joining us from uh, Southeast Leisure, who run Springers Leisure Centre in uh, here in Keysborough, where we are broadcasting balloon football from today. There's been an update to the team sheets, uh, yes, JJ. Yeah, we've
5: got uh, the Hawks and. Uh Hawks the and Lions. Th- sorry, the Lions. The yellows throw me off every time. I need need them in maroon. The Lions <laughs> and the uh, Lions and the Pies going at it, which is uh which is a nice little uh entree, isn't it, to uh to what we'll see tomorrow night under the roof. So that is the exact replica. Uh Brisbane the Lions against uh Collingwood under the roof. So looking forward to that. They we, I thought we probably could have seen a, a, a score adjustment considering we've got new teams involved but uh, not to be it's 88 zip so hopefully we can see some scoring action uh, yep. on one end and then over on uh, court number two we've got the uh, Bulldogs going up against the blues and that's 10 nil so we've had a uh, recent score there a goal scored so uh, 10 playing zero 12 and a half minutes to go in the uh, in the second quarter
4: so we might actually call this bit of play here JJ so we're Essentially at half forward, half mm-hmm. back. It's just been given a, a free kick. Long kick down the line. Yeah, from the Bulldogs who have done all the scoring in this encounter. And there's another another long one from the half back. And now that's that's exceeded the limit. That's as far as the half back can go. Yeah, so and kick- she's
5: one of the dominant players too. So now out of play, has to wait and uh, let her doggies teammates do their work inside 50. So let's see what we can do. Nice bit of space too. The forwards get an opportunity to... To do their thing, one v one in a bit of space. So that's what I like about. Uh, I've always been a bit of an advocate for uh, for the uh, anti-density rules in, in in AFL footy. So we're seeing it out here, and it works quite nicely. We're seeing high scores and Coxie... a
4: goal, a sausage roll, a brilliant goal. You you would have liked to have kicked one from about that distance yeah, out, that would you, was, JJ? Uh,
5: Outside the arc, beyond the arc <laughs> for sure. So another score, it sees the
4: Bulldogs move to 17 points. The Blues yet to score, unfortunately. So whilst Carlton might be on a roll in the AFL... And a couple of scores, um, teams. The, uh, unfortunately, they're not doing too well in balloon <laughs> footy this morning. We mentioned a, a couple of times already that Nazareth College are a, a big part in what is unfolding down here in balloon footy. And Sarah, one of the students, has put the headset on. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Tell us about how you found out about balloon footy. I'm assuming it was through a school-associated program?
1: Um, it was through Miss Mackay. She's very, she's very involved in it. Um, when you first get into VCAL, you, it's very known that we do balloon football and you just kind of ease into it and then you just keep going.
5: And it's, it must be a great thrill for you guys and girls to come out here each and every Thursday, and you can see quite quickly the uh, impact you're having on, on these people who are getting involved, can't you? You, know, you? All you're really doing is just assisting and a bit of umpiring. Some of you are, are pushing some wheelchairs and these different things, but you can quickly see the impact you're having on the players, can't you?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy to think how, you know, two hours out of our day can sometimes make their whole week, and their faces light up as soon as we walk through the doors, and it's just it's so fun to see them every week.
4: Have you, You've you been behind a wheelchair and assisted in I volunteering? Have,
1: I have. It's actually a lot harder than it looks. If we're being honest, it's hard to get the ball around.
4: <laughs> is, is it hard to refrain from touching? Because that's one of the rules. Oh yes. Volunteers aren't allowed to touch the balloon.
1: We've had a few incidents where people have touched a balloon, but it, it is hard. Reportable incidents?
4: Does it get <laughs> sent know. to the Balloon Footy Tribunal?
1: <laughs> it... it it really should, honestly. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a bit too hectic when they touch the balloon.
5: And 20 minutes as well, so it's a long period to be uh, to be charging around. It's it not, is. It's it doesn't easy.
1: seem like it, but it is, yeah.
4: How rewarding is it for you to be a part of this program? As you said, it's two hours of your week, but it, it creates such an impact for the lives of everyone that's participating.
1: It is. I, I really enjoy it. It's great to see, you know, how we take such a simple thing as balloon like football for granted and then you show up and they have so much fun and it's i love it i i can't wait to come every week
5: that's what i was going to say you know you, you you learn a lot you know throughout your your old years in high school but coming here you're not necessarily i guess um in a way learning anything but you're learning you are learning a lot about life and perspective and those types of things aren't you you sort of touched on it but the, the, the ability for you guys and girls to, to, to see how some people have to live their life and the things that they need to go through and do just to be able to, to do everyday things. It must be a really humbling experience for you all.
1: Oh, 100% it is. It's, it's sometimes sad to hear about what they do during the week, you know, the hospital visits and stuff. Mm. But then you really sit back and you go, oh, some, we take so many things for granted. And then here they are just trying to have a fun day at Balloon Football. So, yeah, it definitely is.
5: And they, uh, they have to endure some, some difficult things, as you say, but I think they'll ha- more than happily go through them if it means they can turn up Thursday and, oh, and play 100%. balloon football because the passion's unbelievable.
1: You'll find not, men, not very many, like, miss balloon football every week, but if they do, it has to be very serious for them <laughs> not to show up.
5: <laughs> we love that. And
4: as we've mentioned, the umpires take it very seriously. We've got the goal <laughs> umpire flags. We've got we've got a boundary umpire in a tie just in front of yep. us. That's that's how official we take <laughs> things here in uh, balloon footy. Um, but that, that's a. a a serious element to the game as well there's a, an is. expectation of professionalism even though it is also having some
5: fun
1: yeah if we didn't have the boundary umpires and the goal umpires it just wouldn't flow as smoothly
5: as it does you um are you, a, have you got a, do you follow a, an AFL team
1: I coach the Bombers, but I follow Saints. <laughs> it's not really well, a good mix, is it?
4: You seem to be doing an all right job at the moment. They've broken the tonne, yeah. if we look we're, over our shoulder.
1: We're doing a great job at the moment.
4: <laughs> what were the magnets that you shifted around at half-time then? Yes. Because we thought they could have gone the other way, and the Lions might have been able to get back into the encounter.
1: It could have, but I think we're a bit smart with our strategies yes, and all worked are. out.
5: The scoreboard tells the story. <laughs> I like it.
4: Mentioned a couple of times. I'm a Bombers fan, so I'm very happy with that result. Sarah, (laughs) thanks for jumping on the the microphone and explaining your story with balloon footy. Thank you. Sarah, a student from Nazareth College, and we're going to flick the headset over to Aidan, another one of our students, who's also got the red and black tie. And you're not a manager of the uh, Bombers outfit, as well, are you, (laughs) Aidan? No, I'm not. (laughs) No. So tell us about your involvement. How how did you find out about balloon footy, and and what's been, I suppose, the the most rewarding aspect? From it for you,
0: Um, I've been told about it by my teacher, and I thought it was really cool because I get out of school. Not gonna lie, so yeah, (laughs) kind of like there.
5: (laughs) You get a couple of hours off school, but um, must be must be pretty cool to be able to come down and make a really big impact on on the lives of people who you know. It's it's it's. It does seem simple, you know, balloon footy, the concept of it, but it takes a lot of other people like yourself and your schoolmates to to come down and and facilitate and just umpire and just help them um, do something that does seem quite simple.
0: Yeah, it is fun. I mean, I usually do field umpiring most of the times, which is really fun because you get to talk to them, get to, you know, interfere with them. Yep. So, so yeah.
4: So you're you the razor style of umpire, then. You like <laughs> to have the interaction and yeah. make your presence known out on the court.
0: I mean, yeah, it's fun to hear like about, the, I guess, the uh, dis- different disabilities and all that.
4: Have you ever had to award the dissent rule? It's been a hot topic in the AFL this year. Have you What's ever that? had to tell someone?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's
4: enough. Just uh, Just back off a little bit. I've made the call because as we've seen and as we've alluded to, it's very competitive out
5: on court.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's mostly with the helpers because they get more into it
5: too. They do, don't they? Yeah. yeah the helpers get... I noticed this straight away, Coxie. The, the helpers are the ones who get very competitive, aren't they? So, And often an issue is having your most talented players with the most competitive helpers, and that's when it becomes a bit problematic, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. They um, they really connect with uh, the person they're pushing with, so they want to make them win, I guess. Of course. Of course.
4: Aidan, thanks for jumping on the headset and sharing your involvement with Balloon Footy. It's a fantastic thing that you and all your uh, schoolmates do.
3: Well done,
5: mate. Thank you.
4: Aidan joining us uh, on our balloon footy coverage here on SEN Fanatic. We're here thanks to Scope, supporting Aussies with disabilities belong and thrive both on and off the sports field. I think we've got the main boss of uh, the uh, students that's uh, hovering around. She's the one that dictates. I noticed that she's been patrolling the court. As well. She's took away the team sheet before. Is she, was she making an adjustment here? The Gil McLaughlin of uh, proceedings here, Caitlin from Nazareth College.
6: Hello. Thank you very much for coming along and enjoying a game of balloon football today.
4: Tell us a, b- a bit about how the school got involved in sharing the, the, the skills and support from a volunteering perspective for students.
6: Yes. So originally the school was involved in Scopes Young Ambassador, program which is a disability awareness program run by the education unit and um, that involved going out to a work placement and working alongside people who live life with a disability and we found that our students just loved that day and so we approached scope about becoming involved in something on a regular basis and so that was when they introduced us to CAM. CAM came along to the school as a co-founder of the game and his personality was infectious. He had our 2009 students on board straight away by saying we need you to become involved in our competitive sport. We need your support. So since 2009 we've come along each week. Um, It's allowed the league to grow and um, we have a full-on final series, grand final with the banners and Um, national anthem and everything and we also, the students help run a sit down dinner for players, support workers, family members and the students and we give out all our awards for the year and that's our John Bowen night in memory of one of the players who we've lost along the way.
5: You must be really proud of of the students' buy in to to the whole concept. I imagine there's a couple you have to sort of Push along and, and, and ensure they get involved. But for the most part, you know, we, we were here last week and that was one of the things that, that struck me most. You had uh, students out there pushing players around and they looked to be genuinely invested in ensuring that balloon football was a, a success.
6: Yes, they are. I think um, for some students and for for all people, our exposure to people who live life with a disability it, um, can make it quite confronting Mm. to begin with and particularly when you have non-verbal players and so the students can be a little bit apprehensive at first because they're unsure whether they can keep up those communications with the player and actually support them in the way that they want to be supported so um, that's all a learning curve um, but it's great to have them volunteering to umpire games as well and it certainly could not go ahead each week at this capacity, two courts on at the same time, um, four teams playing, um, interchange benches and things like that. So, yes, so this year we're actually studying Vet Active Volunteering as a Certificate two course so that the students also get some formal recognition for their involvement.
5: Well, I was going to say it's, it's you know, a, a lot of... What happens here is is for the the players and the, the the guys and girls to be able to play, but there's a lot that comes back to the the students, isn't there? Just in terms of you know some perspective on on life and and their ability to to make an impact in people's lives.
6: Absolutely, um, that they can see that just the small gesture they make it coming down every Thursday morning, that that makes such a difference to the lives of these people, many of whom have never been allowed to play a competitive sport before Um, so that's really terrific and it also has our students think about their own lives and be grateful for what they have and the opportunities that have come their way so it's a win-win situation for both. And Caitlin how rewarding
4: is it for you to witness a school's involvement in such a, a vital program within the community?
6: It It warms my heart every season (laughs) um, and obviously since 2009. So we said at the time this will be a sustainable partnership with the school and um, we've worked hard at that. And I've had new staff members come on board with it as well. And each year we rotate through our new students. So um, I'm really proud that certainly our leadership team at Nazareth College have invested in the program and they support it. Um, all the way so that's been great and we've had parents come along and watch and I think one of the things I'm most proud of is that a number of our students have gone on to work in the health services industry in nursing in disability support and um, even our tradies when they have a day off they and it's a Thursday they'll often come on down to see how balloon football's going so it, it does have a lasting impression on everyone.
4: It's fantastic, and the work that you do and the school does as well to be involved in such a great initiative is fantastic. Caitlin, thanks for joining us and speaking on behalf of Nazareth College this morning. Thank
6: you very much. Well done.
4: Caitlin there joining us, and we've just hit full-time on show court too, JJ. The uh, Dogs and Blues, and unfortunately for a Blues fan, the uh, the run has come to an end. It
5: has, yeah. 2-6-18 to uh, nothing. The, uh, the Blues were unable to score in that one, so... Uh, yeah, that'll disappoint Blues fans. Still just under five minutes to go here on, uh, on court one, and it uh, remains a drubbing, Coxie. The Lions are, um, uh, are doing the business in a big, big way. Yes, well, they, they need to get a score
4: on the board, and hopefully that's what we're going to try and aim for. In the next, what do we got, four and a half minutes remaining final term to try and get a score on the board in the show court one. Uh, Nick is now joining us from Springer's Leisure Centre as well. As uh, we heard from Grace a little earlier, to manage and facilitate such a a thing like this is is vitally important for the community. So well done on being able to facilitate this. Yeah,
8: no, it's been uh, absolutely fantastic to have Scope down here, uh, along with another couple of groups as well. Um, Just, yeah, supporting the community and, and getting getting these guys in and active um, and you know, just getting around each other.
5: How long's the, the partnership, how long have the guys been coming down and, and playing down here?
8: Uh, so I've been down here for the past seven years um, I think it's been here for previously two years before that that I know of um, previously run by uh, the late Silver Potter who's been, who was absolutely fantastic in starting this up um, and it's now been handed over to Guy Brown who's doing a, an amazing job getting all these guys in and Uh, getting the teams together, so no, it's just absolutely fantastic.
4: We're trying to get hold of Guy at some stage, but I think he's he's in the thick of things at, at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's sorting the, everything out. He's the footy operations boss that uh, the AFL requires. because locked he, in. He gets things done. Just how important is it from a community aspect? Because obviously we're on two basketball courts here, so we can see what there's six in front of us at the moment. It's such a, a big part of the these sorts of centres to be able to facilitate things like this.
8: Yeah, definitely. So... Just having a having a centre for everyone to get down to, you know, catch up with some mates, uh, just really vital for, for everyone, really. Uh, we also host a bunch of other events, such as, you know, weddings, uh, we've had heaps of birthday parties, um, festivals as well, so just a great space for everyone to come down to the centre and, you know, catch up with mates, have some fun, that sort of thing.
5: Must mean that little bit more, though, every Thursday morning when you know you're you're getting the, the facility ready for these guys to come in you've got lots of basketball and badminton and, and indoor sports that you know that, that come and go from week to week you've got hundreds of games I imagine that that, that are played but just must mean that a little bit more when you, when you, you're getting it ready of a Thursday morning yeah, for, for these guys and definitely. how much it means to them
8: definitely nah, so you, you can see it in their faces how much they enjoy and love this place. Um, you know, we, we've got Ben coming over now, actually, who's, who's one of our superstars, superstars of the game.
5: Superstars, yeah, we've yep. shown him, yeah.
8: I'm, I'm sure he's a John Bauer medalist, which is uh, this version of the Brownlow. Yep. So, you know, they, they host they host it every every year. But, no, nah, it's just it's so important and, and so great for, for everyone down here, especially on a Thursday morning. Um, hopefully getting some more days in eventually uh, if we get some more support. But, no, nah, fantastic.
4: Nick, thanks for joining us uh, from the Springers Leisure Centre. And just before you go, you mentioned you do have a whole host of activities that you can get involved in. If anyone wants to touch base and find out if they can get access to the facility, what's the best way to do it?
8: Yeah, so you can contact us through uh, our email address. So that would be uh, springers at southeastleisure.com.au or you can get onto our website at springersleisurecentre.com.au. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Thanks,
4: exactly. Appreciate it. From uh, the Springers Le- Leisure Centre South East, and, of course, we're here thanks to Scope, Australia's largest non not-for-profit disability service provider supporting people with disabilities to belong and thrive. Before we go to our final break, JJ, given we've got 60 seconds left on the clock in the final term, the Bombers are out to... A 125 point lead uh, with the Lions yet to score, and we are deep inside the forward half of the ground for uh, the Bombers. So the Lions are going to need a miracle. They're going to have to go
5: coast to coast they if there's any
4: chance of succeeding this afternoon.
5: Yeah, not good uh, signs for the Lions. Tomorrow night, the ball's about to be uh, thrown back in. I love how the uh, boundary umpires typically will turn around and throw the balloon back over their head as if uh, as if in the same way that the AFL boundary umpires would. They're a little bit more accurate than the AFL boundary umpires, I must say, as well. So it um, doesn't look like we're going to see a, uh, a line score, unfortunately.
4: Well, the Bombers have just scored another goal, so they're now <laughs> up to 131. 20 seconds left on the clock. The Lions. Now, this is the other thing. After a, a goal is scored, all chairs go to the side of the court yep. to, to ease congestion a, again and to give uh, the opposition a, a, a run. There's few smart
5: rules in this sport, I'm telling you. We might need to adopt them in the AFL, Coxie.
4: So the Lions are going forward. Three seconds to go. Can they get a score on the board? No. Nah, the siren sounds. It's not to be. The Bombers claim a 131-point victory on show court <laughs> one. We'll take a break. We're going to hear from Ben, who was part of that Bombers performance on the other side of this. You're listening to Balloon Footy on SEN. Thanks to Scope, Australia's largest not-for-profit disability service provider.
3: Australia's largest not-for-profit disability service provider. Supporting people with disabilities to belong and thrive. This is SEN's broadcast of Balloon Footy.
4: Yeah, welcome back to Balloon Footy here on SEN, part of SEN's Disability and Inclusion Week and Round because across the course of the weekend, there's going to be several initiatives with our football commentary. There's going to be a sensory call for four matches across the course of the weekend, the Tigers, North Melbourne, Adelaide, Sydney, Western Bulldogs, Eagles and Melbourne Hawthorne will all have a game where there will be a sensory sensory call, so no sound effects yep. and no yelling as well. So that'll be one of the initiatives that you'll see across the weekend as part of our footy coverage. But we've got to get to Ben, who's one of the star players sure, star. for the Bombers out yeah. on, on the field. Ben, welcome to you. Thank you. Now, you're the reigning champ. Yeah. You're, you're the reigning John Bowen medalist, exactly. you? which is the equivalent of the Brownlow medal. <laughs> and you've kicked... Or you got 23 goals, is that? Is That's that right. In the, in the match just played? You never got near that, <laughs> did you, JJ?
5: No, you could say that. Well, it was a shellacking, and it typically is whenever Ben's involved. You're just too good for them, Ben. Yeah. He's too good. What, what gives you that competitive hunger? Why are you so good? I very hard. And you've you got a competitive helper, too. I've noticed that he's pretty competitive as well. He's looking <laughs> pretty... My friend, Neil. Neil. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's very got, competitive uh, he's, as well.
4: He's got a nice bomber's hat on as well. How important is it for you to be involved in balloon footy, Ben?
3: Very important. Um, uh, to be privileged.
5: Yeah, very privileged to be involved, yeah.
4: And to be able to come together with everyone as well. It's a great friendly atmosphere when you get off the court. It's a bit competitive on the court, but very friendly off it. Ben, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. And congratulations on all the work you do and how great you are on the field. Thank Hopefully you. you can go back to back at the I John Bowen medal. Thank you
3: very much.
4: Oh, yeah. who Who's going to win the grand final?
3: My one, I think. No one.
5: My one. All the days. <laughs> Very. V- v- we can only hope not.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to uh, Ben for joining well us. What up, Ben? We're going to hand the headset over to Nicole in a moment, who's also one yeah, of the star is. players of Balloon. Yes, yeah, so I've footy. seen her
5: work <laughs> playing with the doggies today. She was very good.
4: <laughs> so we'll jump the headset on. There we go. Makes it not too loud in your ears.
5: Nicole? Nah. No. No? Oh, All good? good? How do you find balloon footy? Uh,
6: Pretty good.
5: You love it? Yep. You're a pretty good player too. I was watching you last week. You're uh, nice and competitive as well. You like to uh, make sure you win most contests.
7: I just like to make everyone feel happy.
5: Yeah, you do. Well, you make them feel happy because you're a good player. How long have you been playing for?
7: Mm, For a
5: while. A while, yeah. Very good.
4: What's your favourite position on the court?
7: Uh, more um, defence. Really? Yeah. Oh.
4: Have you have you been able to lock Ben down and stop him from getting all those goals that he just talked about?
7: Um,
0: trust Yeah. <laughs> I saw <laughs> you. I tried I saw you try. two going at it last <laughs> week.
3: <laughs>
4: Uh, Thank you very much for joining us and congratulations for all you do as well.
5: Thank you. Well done.
4: Nicole joining us. A couple of the players of Balloon Footy, which we're broadcasting here on SEN Fanatic. Thanks to Scope, Australia's largest not-for-profit disability service provider supporting people with disabilities to belong and thrive. To finish off our broadcast this morning, we're now joined by Guy, who, as I mentioned before he's he's the footy operations boss really he's the, the the boss that we need at the afl because you get everything running seamlessly here guy
3: yeah 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 it's uh, yeah it's a it's a kind of team effort between scope and nazareth college so um, yeah, I can't take all the credit.
5: We well, weren't so sure whether we were going to get a hold of you because you've been out there uh, charging yeah. around.
3: Yeah, it's hard hardcore. So, um, yeah, some of the guys want you to get involved, you know, when you're pushing them. They really want you to yep. uh, commit to it. So it was a bit lopsided today. But we uh, we got a couple of injuries uh, from the other team as it goes. So, um, look, it's all about having fun. Yeah, of course. No, were
5: you idea. on the good end of the uh, 131 yes. yeah. you were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's yeah. but that's you. You hit on it, didn't you? It's it's you know we you, you, we're scoring and we're making it competitive. And if yep. players want to be competitive, then that's fantastic. <laughs> but some of them just want to be involved. Just want to be able to have something to look forward to on a Thursday to, yeah. to come down here and, and share in something.
3: Yeah. yeah, look, some of their guys don't even sleep the night before. They're just so keen to come down and have a go. Um, so look, it's uh, it's about fun, but. You know, look, uh, there is a little bit of that white line fever. As soon as people get people get on the court, it's uh, it's on. So yep. yeah.
4: What, what what's the big, biggest brawl that you've had? Has it uh, been a bit of yeah, the uh, look, the line yeah. in the sand kind of? Uh, yeah, look,
3: I just have to keep on top of. it. It's not too bad this year, but uh, sometimes it can get a bit uh, bit narky, <laughs> between you know uh, support workers being mm. quite competitive. Uh, so, you know, the support workers need to understand that they're here to support the guys playing, but sometimes that gets lost.
5: One of the things I love about it is the, is the high school kids coming down mm-hmm. and helping as well, and we interviewed a couple today just about the, you know, the perspective that it gives them and the, the things that they take for granted. But also, you know, the, they all, for the most part, look to be... Genuinely invested in coming down and helping and trying to make this all happen. Mm
3: -hmm. Yep. So we've uh, we all, you know, uh, over the years we've had uh, some of the school kids uh, go on to become support workers. Uh, We've got a young lady at the moment, Chloe. Uh, She comes down every Thursday and helps set the court up. Uh, so she's a year 11 student uh, year 11 and year 12 but uh, yeah look the, the guys love it um, it's just uh, it starts off a little bit uh, you know people are a bit tentative to yep. get involved uh, but uh, halfway through the season everyone's a happy family so yeah
4: you've seen it evolve over a number of years mm-hmm. what would you like to see happen next to balloon footy where would you like it to go
3: uh so look COVID hit us pretty hard um so we used to have nine teams and now we've got four so I'd like to get us back to where we were with the nine teams um ultimately it'd be great if we could get some sponsors um so uh some you know, people out there want to sponsor each of the teams, um, that'd be very handy. Mm.
5: Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah, good call. We'll do our best. uh, Hopefully a few people have been listening and uh, are inspired to get involved, Coxie. How
4: rewarding is it for you to come down here every week, every Thursday, to to see not only the joy it brings from the the success on the court, but also the community aspect of it?
3: Yeah, look, I get a lot out of it. Um, I've been working at Scope for 17 years, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those jobs that uh, is very, very rewarding. You know, it has its moments, but, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. And the guys are just a, a pleasure to work with. And the, and the kids as well. You know, it's amazing.
4: And for anyone who is interested in becoming involved, obviously we're getting towards yep. the back end of the season yeah, now, yep. so you'd yep. be looking towards 2024. What's mm-hmm. the best way for people to make contact? Because whilst we're here at Springers today, there yep. are set-ups right across the state.
3: Yeah, so uh, people can go to the Scope website. Um, so I'm not 100% sure what that is, whether it's www.scope.org.au. Uh, um and uh, anyway, make, reach out through their um, the the scope website. There's some numbers there. you can call, you can email, um, and it'll find its way to me. yep.
4: and yeah, and problem. anyone can get involved. Absolutely.
3: That's yeah, we encourage anyone to come along and have a go. Yeah.
4: Guy, thanks for joining us yeah, and pleasure. thanks for allowing us to be here today. Thank to you. Yeah, thanks so for I coming
3: you. along, guys. It's
4: been a pleasure. It's been a great experience. Guy there, one of the many members from Scope who have made things possible for balloon footy. Scope supporting Aussies with disabilities to belong and thrive both on and off the sports field. And a special shout out to Lara who's pretty much been the executive producer behind (laughs) the scenes. (laughs) She's uh, been busy. Helping to uh, (laughs) run things and was great guiding us around last week as well. So, that just about wraps things up from Balloon Footy. One thirty-one, the Bombers defeated the Lions. Nothing, unfortunately. Yes. Oh. And on the other side of the table, it was the Dogs getting the job done over the Blues. JJ, thanks
5: for wandering well out done, mate. to well Keysborough. Done. Well done, and we'll uh, chat again soon. We
4: certainly will. I'm Matthew Cox. It's been a pleasure to have your company live from Balloon Footy. Hopefully we've given you some insight and hopefully the opportunity to get involved in what is... A great organisation, a great sport for those that, uh, that need it. It's, it's as simple as that. Uh, we'll chat to you soon, hopefully across the weekend, as part of mm-hmm. AFL Nation's many activities for Disability and Inclusion Week. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday.